Beer It Is is a CSPN Media podcast production. Please visit our website at cspn.us for more episodes of Beer It Is and for ways to keep our podcast free for you. Hi everybody, the name of the marquee is Beer It Is and my name is New Bias Woolborn. We are here live today in Mayretta, Georgia, right off the exit at Iron Monger. And if you didn't know it was Iron Monger, you could see it all over the place as we're in this beautiful tasting room slash brewery. We just walked through a barrel room that's coming along, and I'm with the man, the myth, the legend himself, David Sheets. David, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Thanks for coming by. Man, no, thanks for having me, man. And um, normally we do the tasting segment later, but you already got everything poured out yeah, right here. Yeah. So we'll get into the tasting, then we'll go back and we'll tell the story of Iron Munger. So right now we have six, seven, excuse me, wonderful beers mm-hmm. in front of me, and we're going to go through and kind of have a sip of each. Get a little flavor profiling or tell me what you wanted to do on them and go from there. So we'll start from right to left as we go here. What am I sipping first? So this one first is Quench. It's our uh, decoction mashed pilsner made with all German ingredients except for the uh, except for the water, of course. But uh, very good. That beer takes 20 hours to brew. Wow. Wow. Because it, it is a lager. And the thing about lagers, well, pilsner, lager, whichever one you call it. It is a brewer's beer because any slight imperfection shows you hold it to the light, and I don't see any here. This oh, is no. crystal golden clear, mm-hmm. and you mentioned the water. So what do you do with your water? So each beer gets its own water profile. So very important. Very very customized. So like that beer, you know, we, we try and uh, match the water of Munich. Nice. So that's where we go on that one. So, like, do you like carbon filter or reverse osmosis? Which we do RO. We nice. do filtering. We do, you know, again, just depends on. So which, you strip that. You strip the water all yeah. the way down, and yeah. then you go back and. Yeah, exactly. That's very important. Water and treatment is essential, Absolutely. I think. Yeah. So it's good to see now. This good, beer. Good beer starts with good water. Hey Amen. I mean, look, beers, most beers, what ninety percent water, maybe a little yeah. bit more. So I mean, it's got to be the water. Um. So tell me about this beer, man, the German Pilsner. Yeah, German Pilsner. It's a uh, 5.2% alcohol, um, made very much uh, in the uh, uh, German style, not you mm-hmm. know, terribly Czech style. You know, right. you've got a lot of uh, American brewers right now putting a ton of dry hops in it. That's good. I mean, those, those are fantastic right. beers. You know, Dale's Pale Ale, that kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's good, good beer. Um, or, excuse me, uh, Mama's Little Yellow. Mama's thinking, a little yellow, yeah. Just yep. thinking Oscar Blues on mm-hmm. my mind here. But uh, so we don't do it that way. We don't put all those hops in it because that's not the way they do it in Germany. We make that very much German. So just a very good beer. Nice. That's it's, actually our number one selling beer. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you guys are right here near Kennesaw State. You guys are near, I guess you're from here. You can get to Athens pretty easily. You can get to Georgia Tech pretty easily. Yeah. This is a tailgater's beer. You can drink it when it's hot. You can when it's cold. That's right. It, it kind of like... For that person who comes in to a brewery and is like, oh, well, I drink Budweiser. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We got something for you. Let me tell you something. I was, we were bottling that uh, two days ago, and uh, it was 32 degrees coming out of the tank. 
at the end of the day, oh my God, that is a good beer. That's why we call it Quench. Yeah. That is a very good beer. When you've been sweating your butt off all day in the, mm-hmm. in the brewery, that's that's my go-to. Yeah, and I know there's now a lot of brewers are tending to kind of go back to that because for a while, the lagers, pilsners were kind of frowned upon in craft yeah. beer. Yeah. But the real reason to me, I think, was because they take longer to brew that's and right. they take up more space to store. That's right. So you've got, you know, that, that beer ages for five weeks you know, go through that's a long time in those fermentation yeah, tanks so, man so we really you know we put everything behind that one and it just sits in there and sits in there so it's a good beer man but yeah. uh, it, you're right it takes a lot of money to uh, keep tanks tied up right and we'll get into talking about your system and the size I'm looking at these beautiful fermentation tanks and all this steel in here now alright so we finished that one that was really solid did the job. Okay, so now we're going to go to what's next. I'm going to give you our German Hefeweizen. So I'm just oh, going to give you a couple, right. a couple German beers. So, so you're, you're giving me a progression here. That's right. All so right. this one, uh, a lot of people think Hocker Shore is a, a great German Hefeweizen, and it's not. It basically is a, a, a Belgian wit with, you know, banana is what it tastes like. That is an Eyinger style, very classic, all German ingredient uh, you know, Hefeweizen. So nice. Uh, a little two-row malt. I mean, what, what, what we got here, man? That's all German Pilsen malt. Oh, all so, Pilsen malt. Yeah, okay. So that's all. That uses all German ingredients. Um, the uh, uh, cool thing about that beer is we actually let that condition for five weeks as well. Nice. So we let it condition with the on the yeast, mm-hmm. so it really gets that beautiful banana flavor and just smooths out the beer. Now, one of the things with Hefeweizens is that they're typically more... Uh, uh, cloudy, and that beer is mm-hmm. a little bit less cloudy just because we let it condition so long. Nice, because you guys don't centrifuge, right? No, not at all. Okay, gotcha. Not at so all. a straight, unfiltered, this that's is right. what it is. That's right. Now, that, that's a really beautiful beer. The, the color on it's cool. And you guys bottle this as well? You can? So, or... that one is available once a year. Uh, okay. This is the time of year it's available. The quench is available year-round, but the... Uh, the German Hef is available just this time around. Nice. So, Oktoberfest season. Yeah, fall, that's yeah. right. That's right. Makes so when sense. fall hits, you know, that's kind of our fall amber and everything that we do with that. So, nice. I like it. Anyway. And by the way, you guys have been around since 2016, right? Actually, we've been in this location since March 2016, but we, believe it or not, had a brewery up in Woodstock, a little 1,000 square foot space since uh, 2014. Nice. So we've been around for a little while. We earned enough money uh, when we were up there. We were on Food Network, all kinds of other cool stuff uh, when we got up there. So we attracted some investment. We're not millionaires. Hey, investment helps. Money helps. That allowed us to move over here. And we just, uh, you know, we're at about, uh, gosh, almost two years of being in this space. And just about to put in more tanks. Nice. Got a new boiler, new chiller, just all kinds of stuff. We're growing like crazy. That's good. Growth is good. I'll tell you another place where you can grow. Here on Beard Is, on the CSPN Network. My name is Nebias Wilborn. We're here in Marietta, Georgia, at Ironmonger Groomer, man, David Sheets. Amen. And, you know, he put out an interesting (laughs) challenge on the the Facebook. I did. And we're going to get into that a little later as as we go through the progression of these fine brews. So now, what's next, man? So what's next is something really cool. So we are masters of hoppy, barrel-aged, and sour beers. That's a barrel-aged beer. Now that so we're switching from Germany and going to England to you. So that is a five percent English Blondale mm. that's rested in uh, Merlot casks. 
so it's got that beautiful red Merlot. Yeah, I was going to ask. The color on this is kind of funky. I like it, though. The cool thing is, once that's all done, we put 400 pounds of fresh Georgia strawberries in it. So okay. we cut that. We make all of our concentrates here. We don't use concentrates or purees. We use whole fruit. Wow. So um, That's a lot of work getting those strawberries, man. They get all pity and oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'll tell you what. The place in here smells like strawberry jam when we're doing it. It's amazing. <laughs> 400 pounds of fresh hand-cut strawberries takes about six hours for three guys to cut. Just let you know. Ooh, that's that a was, grind, man. Was, oh, absolutely. But, I mean, you know, if you want, quality is what you got to do, man. Yep. So, now, what's the ABV on this beer? Um, 5%. So, so far, you've strayed around the 5% range. Nice. Sessionable. That's you right. You know, we, we use safety here. That's right. But, yeah, this is wonderful, man. I mean, the, the color, this is different. Yeah, good. Well, so we also do a Blackberry uh, Cabernet and a uh, uh, pear Chardonnay version of that. Oh, wow. So we do a lot of barrel. When we do barrel aging, I'm telling you, we, we do some really cool things that not everybody does. I see. And, and you know, and these days is what you got to do. And that's something we'll definitely get into on segment two, talking about the SB85 and how that's kind of impacted you now with a few months of that in. And so then now, what are, what, what are we hitting next here, man? So next are just two taproom-only offerings. I've got a, a bourbon uh, chocolate stout, which is just real nice. That one's 7% alcohol. The other one's another 7% alcohol, but just a really good, easy, smooth drinking. Okay, stout. so the bourbon is on the back end. Tell me what it the is. barrels you use. Like you can... Those are Jack barrels. Nice. So that's Classic American. Yeah. America. Got, you know, this gives me the opportunity to segue into the real stout. We make one called Cold Fire, and I don't have it right now because it's in that tank back there of one of the 30-barrel mm. uh, fermenters back there. And if you look around the corner, we've got some uh, uh, Woodford Reserve casks. Uh-oh. So that is a 10% bourbon barrel-aged espresso stout. Oh, my. Uh, it is fantastic. So, but we won't when, does that come, when does that hit? So we make it every month. We just started making it. It's not going to be available for another four months. Because it's got to age. Yeah, nice. yeah. The cool thing is that we age all of our barrel stuff. You know, I'm building out our live music venue. That live music venue is uh, uh, called the Barrel Room. So all of our barrels are aged to music. Oh, I like it. Pretty fun. Okay, so that was the regular. Now, this is the espresso. That's a 7% version, not barrel aged. Okay, so what was the ABV on the other? Um, 7%. Both of those are 7%. Oh, okay. Because, like, and that's what I think one of the common misperceptions is, is that barrel aging ups the ABV on beer. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily no, do that. No, I mean, you will get a little bit of percentage, but maybe 0. 0.01 or 0. 0.02. You know, if you're dumping, you know, uh, bourbon in there, then, yeah, you're going to get that. But that's not supposed to happen so we use just what the way it comes from whatever distillery we get nice uh, and this espresso the, the the coffee is there but it's yeah, not overpowering exactly so i've got a friend that uh, uh has traveled the world for many years as a uh, coffee buyer he helps me with my coffee infusions oh, awesome. we do some of the roasting ourselves so we very much are very hands-on on every aspect nice and from there, we're actually going to save one tasting <laughs> for the next segment because deal. that's when it, things are going to get interesting because there was a challenge you laid down, and we're going to discuss that challenge. We're going to discuss more. But before we do that, my main man, my producer, Classic, he's going to tell you about the good folks at Wink. They are a wine delivery service. He's going to tell you how they work, what they do, and why they do what they do, and how you can help keep our show free 
by doing and supporting that company. So class is going to tell you about Wink. We'll come right back on the next side, and we're going to talk to David Sheets about this next beer and the challenge he laid down. Keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit our website at cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Amazon link. And then you can shop for all kinds of great stuff with Amazon's awesome two-day shipping. You can even sign up for Amazon Prime and get free two-day shipping and access to even more great deals. So, whether it's for music, movies, jewelry, school supplies, Halloween costumes, you name it. Amazon's got it and you can get it shipped right to your door in a matter of days or even one day. But all you got to do to keep our podcast free is visit our site again. That is cspn.us. cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. A portion of your sales will go towards helping to keep our podcast free. And you will get great service from Amazon. It is a win-win for everybody. So once more, cspn.us, keep our podcast free, and then shop at Amazon. Do it today. Boys and girls, once again, my name is Tobias Wilborn. The name of our key is Beer It Is on the CSPN Network. Shout out the classic for allowing me to do the show each and every week. Also, shout out to the fine folks at Amazon for allowing us to do this show for absolutely free. All you got to do is buy what you would normally buy, but do it through us. Click on the link, keep our podcast free. My man, Classic, is already going to have the details on that. He's going to tell you how that game works. Shout out to him for producing the show. But back to now. We are here in Mayretta, Mayretta, Georgia. And we are here at Ironmonger Brewing with my man, David Sheets. He says he's the cuter of the two between him and Larry. So, you know, I mean, we'll see. They're both, you know. But he didn't really have, like, the beard, the beer guy beard. So I don't know, man. This is all I get, you know. I, I get the the goatee. I don't. You gotta know. got a little, 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 little peach fuzz, you know. You know. This took me like three years to grow. Oh man, bless I'm your heart, good. you I'm know. <laughs> but you know, from there, we're now gonna get into these two IPAs, you know, and they kind of give me a little bit of New England feel. We're gonna start with the Damascus, which is the single IPA. Explain to me the notes on this while I. Or take a little bit. Absolutely. Enjoy yourself. So it's 6.1% alcohol. It's uh, notes of tangerine and grapefruit and citrus fruits. Um, you get a little rose in it. You also get some apricot mm. from the Eldorado hops. Nice. Shout out to Eldorado, man. Yeah, it's, it's a great hop. Yeah, and it's one of those hops that it's kind of interesting to see how it's becoming in vogue and what hops are becoming in vogue and what hops aren't. Yeah. That's a fun beer. It is, you know, six percent alcohol, six point one. You can knock uh, back a few of those. Absolutely, yeah, that's a great all-day drinking beer. That's our second best-selling beer. Right, so this is the year-round. Yeah. Now this is the one. That's the Anvil series. That's the first one in the Anvil series. Right. So there was a Facebook post. Yeah. That got some interest from mm-hmm. some people. Yeah. Explain to me what you were trying to do. Kind of crazy. So what I was trying to do was say, not that we are. You know, we taste the same as everybody else. I have no idea what they put in theirs. So I make my own beer, not clones. But uh, um, 
what I was trying to say is our beer quality is amongst the best beer quality in the U.S. We hear. All That's right. what we want. Because I think one of the things that Georgia breweries are lacking right now is hardcore beer quality. I mean, we, there's some great breweries in Georgia, don't get me wrong. But what I'd like to see is a trillium out of Georgia. I'd like to see, you know, Treehorn or Treehouse. Treehouse, yeah. So I'd like to see Funky Buddha out of Georgia. You know, I mean, I think the close, closest we got right now would probably be Cherry Street. Love Nick. They do mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Shout out to Nick Tanner. Yeah, he listens. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, big, Absolutely. Good guy. You know, that's an amazing brewery. But, you know, we really, we've got all these breweries out there, but there's not that one that's just killing it from everywhere. So I'm just trying to raise the bar here. And all I want you to do is drink our beer, drink Anvil, compare it to some of the best in the world, and go, hey, are we at least 98%? Mm. Is our beer quality that high? So, you know, maybe you like their flavor a little different. Maybe you like ours. Who knows? But uh, on blind tastings, we keep coming out on tops. Wow. And so, but there was a $100 challenge, man. Yeah. Tell them about the, the audience. So what, what it was is I put it out there to people that knew what the heck they were talking about. And we're still kind of ongoing on some of this, too. Right. Have you so, had some takers, by the way? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Everybody's been really kind and, and not giving me the money or not taking the money. Um, <laughs> even though I just walk in and say, here's, you know, here's 50 bucks. Let's do the Coke and Pepsi challenge. And basically what it is, is I'll bring in our anvil. I'll bring in a can of Trillium. Whatever else you got, let's put them all together and blind taste them. And all I want you to do is say which one you like the most, mm-hmm. why you like it the most, and if it happens to be ours, great. If it happens to be someone else, you get 50 bucks. Not bad. So, it's not for everybody. We're not millionaires or anything like that, but the reason <laughs> why we're doing it is because, honestly, you know... Not many people know about us. And I well, want I mean, know I, about us. It, I'm not gonna lie. It caught my interest. I'm yeah. like, well, shit. They must be pretty serious about their beer right. if they're comparing it to Because okay. I mean, I've had to go through some hoops to get some trillion myself. <laughs> Me too. So you know, and I, I work in the business. I do the podcast, obviously. And so everybody knows what Trillium is. Mm-hmm. If you know beer, okay. shout out to them. One of the great breweries, great brewers, good people. So when you're, like, putting your name up there, you're like, oh, okay, all right. Exactly. He must have some some confidence. No joke. So our beer is very good. We take very good pride in ours. Um, we've got a, a very hand-built, home-built system. You know, if you can make great beer on this, this system, you can make great beer on any system. We do a very, very thorough job in what we're doing. We want to introduce styles like the New England style, mm-hmm. you know, like some of the other things that we do, um, but do them in our own fashion, you know, I don't I don't want somebody else to go, hey, that tastes like, etc. Nice. I want you to pick it up and go, wow. So tell me about, tell me, so tell me about this beer, man, what, what's ABV on it, what's going on with this? So Anvil is 8.6% alcohol, it's a series, so each time we make it, the hops are going to be a little bit different, Okay. so that way we can feature different hops and have a little bit of fun with it, keep nice. some excitement about us too. So uh, that particular one that you're drinking um, has uh, 37 pounds of hops for 15 barrels of beer. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bunch of bunch of hops, but you know it's only twenty seven uh, IBUs. Yeah, because I've noticed I'm like, I don't I don't really get any 
Exactly. So we use biotransformation. We do it, you know, hop at high crowds and dry hop at high crowds. And so, you know, we use only Whirlpool hops. Uh, that's basically what we do on all of our uh, our IPAs anyway. have been doing that for years. Nice. But uh, this, you know, allows us to get this beautiful color and that opacity. So there's no, like, flaking or anything to get no. the flake? Well, we, we do use uh, flaked oaks in it. Okay, we'll it. Flake, okay. So, yep, and there's a little dextrose in it to dry it out some. Mm-hmm. So we want it to be a, a nice, dry, you know, crisp finish. So certainly I think we achieved that. No, um, it's, it's, it's a great-looking beer, man. I mean, I appreciate it. you know, I don't know if I want to put it up on Trillium, but it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't exactly. need, need to be compared to me. I just think... It's a damn good beer. It's just, I will say this, it's as good as any IPA I've had in the state of Georgia. Absolutely. So, well, we hope it's one of the best in the, in the state yeah. of Georgia. So, I think that when you drink this at the same time you're drinking Trillium, it takes people it's, by surprise. Yeah, it, it stacks up. It stacks up as good as any. Yep. I would, you know what I'm saying, like, there's scuff water, different breweries. Yeah. But, yeah, your IPA there. is right up there with anybody's. Absolutely. So, what we want to do is... Uh, let people really enjoy some fantastic beers and kind of, you know, elevate the level of brewing in this town because there's some breweries that make one good beer. We want to produce every single one of the beers that gets released is a world-class amazing beer. So That's what we do. So tell me about your background. What did you start brewing on? I started brewing on a, uh, a three-gallon pot on my stove. That was 17 years ago. Nice. Um, through there, I've won a couple of national gold medals uh, for my beers. Um, and, you know, been at this for a long, long time. I had a beer store, homebrew store, so I taught a lot of people how to homebrew, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I came up through the So who are some of the people, did you work with anybody in homebrewing that is a commercial brewer now? Um, I did. You know, I, it's, it's really cool being a homebrew store seeing how many of the people that that came through the store and bought stuff it's not like i taught them how to brew so yeah but i mean no but but, that wasn't me but you know they came to my store and got ingredients and that that's pretty cool i love seeing all those guys so so give me some names if you can well i hate to drop names but you know come on man yeah well i mean torch top and you know i saw the guys from reformation in there shout out to torch top man i mean stuff but you got to understand i didn't teach them how to brew well no i mean they're all good in in torch top man they're really blowing i love those guys up man i love that place shout out to chris bevin shout out to that crew man Awesome and it's a really good dude, and Chris listens to the show, so shout out to him. Shout out to Spencer and all those guys yep. at Reformation. Yep. Reformation. They're doing some really cool things, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Reformation, you know, I've met them guys first, and I don't know them or anything, just, you know, casual casual knowing, but those are some high-quality fellas. Yeah. There, so really like those guys. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they have a message with their beer, yeah. and, yeah. you know, it stands for something, so I really appreciate them and what they do. Yeah, me too. Very and much so. so then from there, doing a the homebrew shop. So what what made you decide, you know what, I might can make some money brewing this beer. This beer. Well, you know, I've been I've owned six businesses, so sold three. I've been successful in the past. So, you know, as I get older, pushing 50 now and everything, but uh, as I get older, I'm just looking around going, you know, I want to do things that make me happy. Right. Do things that, that activate my art, you know, that... that keep all my passions going that's what gets me ex- interested and excited and gets me up out of the bed every morning at you know 5 30 to get up here and you know work 12 to 14 hours so. and it's a grind because like when i came in here 
I saw you back there installing electricity yeah. wires yeah. and stuff. Man. I was up on a lift installing electricity for uh, the barrel room that opens up in two weeks. Nice. And so when we come back, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. A man class is going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors. He's going to tell you how to keep supporting Beer It Is as well as the rest of the network. We'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to get into the capacity of this brewery. We're going to talk about the facility. We're going to talk about how they brew, why they brew, what they do, with my man David Sheets at Ironmonger, and I may just get him to pour me one more small glass of that fine anvil. We'll be back. Stick and stay. Here it is. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. For you, the listeners of the Beardist podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. With your membership, you can choose from such awesome titles as... The Autobiography of Gucci Mane by Gucci Mane. Slobberknocker, My Life in Pro Wrestling by Jim Ross. The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. And What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com forward slash beer it is. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash beer it is for your free audiobook. All right, boys and girls, once again, the name of the marquee is Beer It Is. My name is Tobias Woolborn, and I'm here in Marietta, Georgia, at Ironmonger Brewing and with my man David Sheets. And we also have the man Larry. What, Larry, what's your last name, Larry? I'm sorry. I mean, Greenstein. All right, Larry Greenstein. Shout out to Larry. He's one of the co-owners, so these two guys apparently paired up. Larry actually has the, beard, the, the brewer's beard. While, like, David's kind of, like, got the struggle goatee, but, you know, <laughs> he, he's still a handsome guy, but not as handsome as Larry. No, well, but, um, you know, so. It's genetics. Yeah, there you go. So, anyway, so now, <laughs> we, we came back, we did our tasting segment in segment one, but we, we had so much fun, and my man decided to bring out this crazy sour, man. Tell us about this beer. Jesus. So, this is Sour Sun. This is uh, the beer you are drinking right now. Uh, has real Meyer lemon juice and real black tea in it. It's an American wild sour ale. Uh, yeah, I've never drank anything like this, man. This yeah, is different. Made in a lambic style. There's a little sweetness to it. Yeah, it, that's got real sugar in it. Um, just just enough to you know cut the sourness a little bit. But that is uh, that beer right there. About a year and a half old. That beer takes about a year to make. Jesus. So our sours, we we don't do any. We will do some kettle souring, but uh, 
for the most part, we do sours that take a year to make. What's the ABV on this beer? 5%. Wow. It just drinks so smooth. Like oh, I, yeah. it, it didn't feel like there was any alcohol there, but <laughs> apparently there is. Drink a couple, you'll yeah, no, nah, I didn't take my time, man. Well, that's, that's what it <laughs> but this is beautiful, yeah. though, man. The look on this, this is good. Yeah, you know, uh, sour sour ales, they're just nice and light. They're fruity. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot of uh, funk to them because we're not adding uh, aged hops to it. Now, we right. do have some that have aged hops, so you get the funky socks and all that stuff in it. But, nice. Uh, Everybody wants to have a nice glass of Sock. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you can make anything sour. You know, if I take yeah. a if I take a dump and leave it in the toilet, it'll be sour. That doesn't mean it's going to taste any good. Yeah, I don't know. That's what you hate. <laughs> well, true. Good enough. That's pretty gross. And on that, I'm going to pour something else. So what we got here now? So this is Kirsis. This is one of the most difficult beers I've ever made. Um, it is a lambic. Uh, style. So American Wild Ale. We can't mm-hmm. say lambic. That's like you know. Kleenex, but this is a creek, so it's a cherry creek. This has 300 pounds of fresh Montmorency cherries in it. Nice. Um, this beer is, again, a little over a year old, um, so that's been aging. But cheers. Kirsus is Latvian for cherry. Ooh, okay, so that, got the, that has to pucker to it. Like I, I had to kind of. Yep. Total opposite of the other one. It's just, that's right. It goes down really easy. This one you got to think about a little bit, but it's smooth, man. So if you like, I don't know, uh, sour gummy bears or... Uh, what, what is that? Um, not tear jerkers. Um, no tear jerkers, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, no, the other one. Uh, I like the, the watermelon ones. The little people. The little people. Don't sour little people. That's See, I don't know. Larry. Larry kind of <laughs> sour little people. You know, that, that, that could get into some trouble nowadays, man. <laughs> got to be really careful, man. But, um... <laughs> By the way, this is where we're having fun. But yeah. let's get into the brew house. Sure. Tell me about the brew house. Brew house is a 15-barrel brew house, steam fire. Um, we're adding a uh, new boiler right now, new chiller, um, so that we can get 60-barrel fermenters. Um, hopefully within a year or so, we'll have our new rig that'll allow us to do big, you know, big batches at once, but nice. right now we're doing quads. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we can turn, as of this moment, 125 barrels a month. We're, uh, we've got tanks coming in that'll get us to 500 barrels a month before the end of the year. Nice. So, you know, we're ramped up. We just picked up a new distributor, the largest distributor in Georgia. Nice. So who, who are you with? Um, uh, National Distributor. Nice. Shout out to National. So yeah. they're, uh, they're great. They uh, only have 16 other beer brands. We're their only local beer, and they've decided to make us their highest priority. So wow, that's big. Salespeople. So you'll that's see big. a lot of Ironmonger soon. So right now, where can we find you guys in, in, in the streets? Right now... Uh, mostly a, just restaurants. And well, no, there's a f- there's a few bottle shops here and there. Um, Hop City, Hop stuff City. Like that. Uh, another Greens. guy found us. Yeah, uh, but found us old, a place uh, up north. Yeah, ye old bottle, so. ye oldie bottle shoppy. No, that's that my used office. to be that used to be my uh, my bottle shop up there in uh, Roswell, Alpharetta. Alpharetta, love yeah. that place. But uh, so you can go there. So here's the deal: we're uh, we're in that 30 day period where we can't sell out so on the 28th they come and pick up a truckload of beer from us nice so you'll see us starting in december you'll see us pretty much everywhere okay and so what what, what we'll do is i'll get with these guys they'll update me i'll put it on the, on the podcast in different right. places let people know where you can find their beer and also while we're yeah. here my man later's got the knotted soda soda on 
Tell us about Naughty Soda. What's going on with them? Oh well, Naughty Soda is our uh, it's our uh, sweeter side of things. It is a five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, it's incredibly tasty. We got uh, lime and a coconut on the wall right now. We've got uh, southern sweet tea uh, up there nice. right now, and we have a sweet mango as well. Uh, it is made with one hundred. Well, not one hundred percent. I can't say that anymore. I'm not allowed. Uh, I was I was cattle prodding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's made with all fresh ingredients. So if it says mango, it has mango. Nice. Uh, everybody really really enjoys it. It's actually one of the things that got us started in this whole idea. So wow. Of just growing this brand and growing the industry. So, guys, when you come down here, and give us the address. And by the way, all the stuff we find you guys on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all. Yeah, places. so Ironmongerbrewing.com or NaughtySoda.com. Mm. Facebook at Naughty Soda. Um, of course, Ironmonger Brewing. You know, for Naughty Soda or Twitter or for Instagram or for Snapchat. I am Ironmonger on. I uh, am Ironmonger for Instagram. Instagram. That's right. So. Uh, Pretty much everywhere there. We're over by Dave and Buster's uh, yeah. off Franklin Gateway, off Delk Road. We are the closest brewery to the Brave Stadium, 2129 Northwest Parkway, Suite 105, Marietta Guy. Nice. And here's the cool Marietta thing about God. this place, right? God, God, Georgia, I hear you. So here's the cool thing about this place, right? Like you're over here, you can park your car. Some nights they have shuttles. They may do a little bit more of that as they come along. That's right. For Braves, but you can park your car here. Uber is still cheaper than parking at the Braves Stadium. Plus, you can have one of these fine beers. I look at the list. I mean, the low gravity beers are five dollars. The half pours are two fifty. If you want a high gravity beer and a ten ounce pour, it'll cost you five bucks. I mean, you know, so it's a really cool, reasonably priced at a cool brewery. Have a pour here, then go to the Braves game exactly. or Elton John or whatever else is going on down there, and. You know, show some love to the local community. Not just that. So we've got, in two weeks, opening up Marietta's Best Live Music Venue. So nice. it's all acoustic music and, uh, you know, pretty much singer-songwriter, uh, Marietta's Best Date Night. You can bring in your own food. We will have food trucks on some nights. Um, the, the website for that will launch within about two weeks, three weeks. Uh, so you can see who's playing, but it's a ticketed event. You'll have a lot of damn fun. Yeah, show these guys some love. So here's what we're going to do, man. We're going to come back for our last segment, which is my favorite. It is our six-pack. So it's just six questions, quick questions about beer, about life, and about the world ahead of us. So, guys, stick and stay. Here it is, and we'll be right back. Girls, here we are once again. My name is Nubias Woolborn. Name of the marquee is Beer It Is. Shout out to Classic for allowing me to do this show each and every week. Shout out to good folks at Amazon. Shout out to good folks at Wink and all our fine sponsors for keeping this podcast free for you, the listener. And it allows me to go to cool places like Ironmonger Brewing that's connected with Naughty Soda. So we're here with my man Larry, my man David, David Larry. You know, I kind of got to mix up a little bit there, but they know who they are. You didn't see that. But they heard it. Either way, we're going to get into our my favorite segment, our favorite segment. That's not sponsored yet, but if you know somebody who wants to sponsor it, holler at me because we can use that. 
our six pack of questions. So we're going to start from the beginning. Whoever wants to go first can go first. What has been your coolest experience in craft beer? You know what, honestly, probably Philly, going back to Philly, and you know, I grew up outside of Philly, so we got to do the CBC, and uh, got to go just tons of places, have a great time, and just hung out with Larry for, you know, several days. I have to agree, because I've never been, I've never seen that side of Philly before. I went there and did, you know, the touristy. Right, right. But uh, I never really got to, to see where Dave grew up, and, 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 and Never, I've never been to Reading Market. That was cool. Oh, that's a nice place, and, yeah. And there's nothing like Scrapple in the morning, my friend, let me tell you. Oh, no, nice, no. especially after a long day at CBC. I've definitely <laughs> been, right, and yeah. you're going to need some right. Scrapple in the morning. All right, question two. If you could have a beer with four people that are alive, who would it be? Oh, for me, definitely my dad. Um, that's one. Uh, one of my best friends in the world just passed away, Toby. Um, R.I.P. Toby. I would say my son up in New York. Three. Um, married, was having a good time up there. And four, I don't know, let's see, uh, Mr. Rogers, because I think that'd be freaking hilarious to see really? him. Really? <laughs> Mr. Rogers, yeah, I'm why just not? making up crap now. But yeah, let's do Mr. Rogers and no, get him done. Alright, so that's your four pack. <laughs> All right, so who, who you got, man? Let's give us a good answer, a better answer, Larry. Uh, well, I've already had beers with my dad, so you know, I I, I can't really do that. Uh, dead or alive, you know, I'd really love to sit down with Elvis. Uh, I've been a big Elvis fan my whole life. Ooh, he'd be fun. That oh, is yeah. dead or alive. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, allegedly, maybe, maybe not, depending on what you believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Weirdly enough, I'd love to sit down with Bill Clinton and have okay. a beer. That man seems like he's got some funny, funny stories you to tell. You just don't need to have a cigar with him. No. No, hey no, now. No. Uh, Make sure the cigar's like wrapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah and somewhere else. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, gee, I don't know. The last two are, are, are kind of tough. Um, Thomas Jefferson. I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, just because, and uh, my father's father, my grandfather. Wow, that'd be awesome, man! It's like really one of those like historical figures, and plus, I mean, Bill Clinton. I would imagine he has some fun stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's seen a lot and yeah. done a lot, and <laughs> been a lot of places. So, I would imagine it would be outstanding. All right, to both of you, where is the coolest place? You drank your beer. Oh man! Uh, or seen your well, beer being, uh, or seen your beer being sold. Uh, I'll jump out here. I'm one of those weird brewery owners. I don't drink a lot of beer. All right. So I, I actually really can't answer this question. It's mostly heroin and cocaine for him, but. Uh, <laughs> So, for me, uh, you know, I brought some beer with me down to Puerto Rico and had that, but uh, where have I bought it and had it? You know, there's a lot of really cool places around town to, to drink beer. One of my favorite places to uh, to go and just kind of hang out is the Georgia Beer Garden. Yeah. 
you know, that place is great. Mm -hmm. you know, just a cool vibe, the whole nine yards. So I'd say Georgia Beer Garden. Wow. So seeing your beer there is like, yo, yeah, right, we're really doing cool. something. Yeah. It's really cool. So, we, you know, there's all kinds of, there's so many great places to drink beer in, in Atlanta. But, you know, that just kind of stands out. I guess maybe the Brick Store Pub I had, because they bought one of our first kegs of porter way yeah. back in the day. Way back in the day. Way back in the and day. And I had... Many those many months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> many, many months. And I had I had one of ours there, but that's that's literally, that's literally it for me. But, I mean, but like, Brickstore Pub is, like, known nationwide, really yeah. worldwide as yeah. a yeah. beer bar, as a beer bar destination. Yeah. And so when you see your beer up there, typically, the, be uh, the other beers are going to be big boy, high name oh, beers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has yeah. to kind of, like, feel like... Shit, but dude. like I said before, I don't really drink a lot of beer because I'm one of those weird beer owners, beer brewery owners. So. Yeah, everybody has a thing, or doesn't, but you know, <laughs> make it work. Um, question four. Early asked, you know, who would you have those beers with? What would that beer be? If it were our beer? Uh, well, I'll make it two-part. One if it was your beer, and then one if it was just another beer. Not a problem. So... I'd have to say that um, for our beer, it's Kearsis. And i got to add my grandfather to that because that beer is made in his honor. Um, so definitely Kearsis I would want. And for somebody else's beer, the, uh, um, oh, what's that quad we used to sell? And now I can't think of it. Uh, Not West Verletteran, but. Uh, no, we only did that one time. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about, and I can't think of it either. It came in a little soccer ball. Yeah, anyway, so... Yeah, so a uh, nice quad. It's nice. Yeah, that, it's a that's, big that's boy, but it's so good. You give me a great English-style barley wine or a quad or some Belgian quad. That's what you... That's kind of what I really love. Yeah. Just sip on it. And what about you? Yeah. Now, weirdly enough, if it's not ours, I'm a Guinness guy. I'll sit down and pound Guinness all day. Nice. Um... And I can. Uh, but if it's ours, I would have to flip-flop either between the Quench or the Damascus. Okay. You know, I might switch off between the two as it's going through. Just because I love them both. The Quench is my all-time favorite beer that we make. And I've been known to, when I'm on one of my binges, drink it all day. <laughs> so uh, When he's on his binge and you can't find him for six years. Yeah, yeah, Just so... Kidding. Yeah, I would say I would say I'd say either one of them two or the Guinness. Nice, nice. And then question five: Who is the coolest person you've met in beer? Not each other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not him. Yeah, it's him. Who's coolest the person I met in beer? Hmm. We almost met. Uh... Well, that's almost. I'll tell you the coolest person we've met that he doesn't he isn't in beer but uh, you know uh, came down to interview us was uh, Mike Rowe oh yeah so the coolest person I met through beer you know there's, because of beer yes nice yeah when it comes to all, my, my I guess my only hero for brewing would be Garrett Oliver um, you know first major black brewer yeah just I, I, oh my I've, gosh, that guy! Yeah, I, I, I've he sat down with him for like two hours. I brewed yeah. with him once. Actually. Really, that's yeah. amazing. See, yeah, I'd a, love to do that. That'd be really cool. I mean, you put me to work, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it was real. fun. 
good for it you. was fun yeah no we're not uh, you know when it comes to brewing um, you know there's a lot of people out there that have paved the way for people like us and we're real respectful of that but uh, you know my heroes are outside of beer a little bit mm-hmm. you know rather than being inside of beer I think that uh, you know while this is our job and our manufacturing and our, our passion and our life there's other uh, stuff <laughs> yeah there's so many other aspects to what we love to do so. yeah I mean the, the, I haven't really met anybody inside of beer, have I? I don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> get out more. <laughs> Go meet more people. But no, I get it. Uh, I mean, the, the the coolest guy I met, if if I can if I can cheat a little bit, was uh, Gene Simmons. Nice. So you know, I met him on an escalator. We were he was going down, I was going the other direction, and I shook his and hand. The, they, they had that eye contact. Yeah, you know that eye contact? But as you were going down? I shook his hand. Really I, you know, I, thanked him, I thanked him for many years of amazing music. And he said, you're welcome, without being haughty. Because typically, post people, he's like, yeah. But I was just like, hey, man, you know, great stuff. I love your new magazine, blah, blah, blah. And then we went about our business. That's nice. So I would say, I would say that. But that's cheating. But I get it. It's fair. Yeah. We'll, we'll let that ride. Yeah. All right, then, then finally, question six. Um, where do you see Ironmonger in five years? I hate this question. I love this question because I know the answer. So we're uh, gearing Broke, up. Broke, destitute. Six <laughs> That's right. You know. So we're, uh, we're gearing up uh, our production, our everything, the entire company. Um, to get to 25,000 barrels within three to five years. We're uh, so there. Um, our new board, we've got, uh, it's all sea level Coca-Cola. Um, we've got some really good intelligence around us for business-wise. Um, we've got great investors. We've got a lot of opportunity, um, and definitely three to five years. Quite frankly, if we don't go out of Georgia, I'm okay with that. You know, but uh, I think that we're going to need to do some southeast yeah. at the very least to get to twenty five thousand barrels. Yeah, I think I think we've seen the last of the national brewery yeah. that doesn't do it without having to sell out to do it. That's right. Yep. I mean, we. Uh, I, I think you can maybe get regional, but with distribution chains and everything else, yeah, true. I think it will be really hard to be like a founders. Yeah. Or some of these guys where you're in like 40 states without having, I mean, it's, I don't judge anybody for selling out. You know, yeah. honestly, you know, the most important thing to us is making high quality beer. Yeah. So as long as we're making very high quality beer, the rest will play itself out. want to buy, we're going to be great. And then, just real quick, SB85. It's yeah. now been in for a few months. Yeah. Positive, negative, what have you seen? So I think it's 100% positive. So, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that we could. Uh, would still love to be able to do, you know, that you can do in other places. But I think there's a large sense of freedom. Um, of course, Larry runs a tap room, so you know, there's a large sense of freedom. Definitely want to get into this, with Larry. Um, <laughs> you should see this. his facial expression. Yes. So here's the deal. You know, I don't think Georgians know what to do yet. That's, you know, we passed that's the law. Right there. We got this law passed, and all of us breweries were like, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great. And we forgot the fact that people actually want to take a tour. Right. You know, Or they've been trained. About, yeah, well, not just that, but if you go to 
you know, some other state, like, you know, I got New Glarus here, you know, you go to New Glarus, now there's a self-guided tour, and we did a self-guided tour for a while, but if you go to uh, a lot of these other states, they actually have a good, thorough tour that includes right. some tastings and stuff like that, and that's something we're bringing back, and that mm-hmm. tour will be free. Mm-hmm. So doing tastings and all that stuff. So I that's think good. I think that there's some of the loss of um, the interaction that a tour can actually give. I could see that, yeah. So, but now here's the flip side of that. From the tasting room, yeah. From the taste, <laughs> from the tasting room side, yes, we still have actually weirdly enough more people asking for tours now after it's been a couple of months in SB85. But before. People were like, eh, I don't really want to take a tour. Yeah, because they realized that... I just want a beer. It was just a game for a beer at, right. at that point. Now people actually want... Well, yeah, because they realized 10 bucks for a tour is cheaper than buying one beer for $6 and then maybe buying another. Yeah, yeah, but uh, as he, like he said, you know, we will be, I will be bringing it back. It's going to be a lot more involved. Uh, it's going to be... Dare I say Disney-esque Video, Dancing Bears The whole thing <laughs> I know, it's going to be weird um, I'm still trying to train the Dancing Bears um, uh, You don't even want to see the scratches on my back It's horrible yeah, The scratches on the inside of his thighs are worse I mean, those are okay. Oh, hey now yeah. um, But, uh, <laughs> but um, Dave hit it right on the head People don't get it Yeah, they, they, yeah, they ask well, what's the difference? It's like, well, you can come in here and buy a beer and then leave. Or you can come in here and buy nine beers. I'm not going to allow that, but you can come in here and buy nine beers and then Uber home. Right. Um, that's how I put that. Um, or you can do like like we just said before with the Braves thing. Mm-hmm. Come in, sit out, have a couple beers, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy whatever time you got, and then bang, Uber down to the game, have the fun of the time of the game, Uber back, and you've spent less money than you did for parking. Yeah. Uh, uh, but people aren't getting that, and the easiest way to explain it is like, well, we're kind of like a bar now, but without food. Yeah, so that, you know, the unfortunate thing with that is most people, when they go out and have a good time, they want to go to a bar, they want to have a little bit of food. Right. You know, so... So we're working on stuff like that. Yeah. I think that uh, you know SB85 has changed the game significantly in a positive direction. I think uh, what you're going to see over the next two years is an evolution of the thinking of all of us breweries that says, you know, okay, yeah, you can buy beer here. So maybe there's a corner brewery that just has a nano system and that's mm-hmm. all they do, or maybe you've got a destination brewery like us because we're not near. Where right. somebody would live, mm-hmm. so we've got to have this live music venue, and maybe we got food, and maybe we turn it into a destination. You make so, it creative. So there's definitely, you know, you see things like Monday Night's Garage, which is you know right. coming up. So there's definitely going to be an evolution of the whole entire business model of earning a brewery in Georgia. Yeah, I mean the game is definitely changing. I tell you guys where you can find out more about that. Eternal Beer it is on the CSP Network. Guys, thank you so much for doing this and coming on. Look forward to getting you guys back, coming again, checking out Ironmonger. Guys, check this place out. And, you know, hey, look, if you have somebody who maybe isn't in the beer, the naughty sodas are pretty dope, too. So there's a way you can try different things. Come check this place out. Um, look at the taps. There's a lot of them over there. So got 20 of them. 20 taps. Well, one of them is water. Well, yeah, either way. 
<laughs> There's a lot of options yep. here at Ironmonger. Come check these guys out and support them. Guys, thank you so much again. Thanks for having me. Thank you.